Come join Libby, Molly, and Tiffany, the ladies of Consignment Chat, where we talk about all things consignment. Hey, ladies. Hi. How are y'all today? Very well, thank you. Awesome. All right. Episode 45, we're here. We are going to talk about something that Libby dreamed up and brought to reality, and that is a C-Chats book club, because we were constantly talking about books we read and recommending to each other, and Libby came up with this wonderful idea. So we started a few months back, a C-Chats book club, and picked the first book, which was Profit First, written by Michael McCallowitz. Yes, you got it. (laughs) You got it. Yay! (laughs) So we wanted to have this episode be a wrap-up of that because we are moving on to book number two now. So each time we finish a book, we're going to have an episode to do a wrap-up on that book. So I'm going to hand this over to the book club. Um, I need a title for you. Oh, I do need a title. Uh, Book club. Coordinator. Coordinator. uh, I was looking for something like... Book club queen, like I'm the social media <laughs> goddess, book club empress, empress, All right. book club empress Libby, take it away <laughs> and tell us about Profit First and the book club. Yeah. So actually I, I can't, I have to say it was Tiffany's recommendation, Profit First. So uh, my, accountant, my accountant told me to read it. Her accountant told her to read it. So, and that's how it kind of all started. And I was, it turned out when she recommended the book, I was like, oh, I heard an interview with him like three years ago. I didn't even realize it was a book, honestly. So I had been implementing his profit first strategy, sort of, from what I remembered from the podcast I had listened to. And uh, so it all came together. So here's, here's the thing, ladies. Who doesn't want to have a profitable business? Why are we in it? Right? <laughs> you got to have profit to make it through. Yeah. I mean, and who doesn't want to pay themselves consistently? Yeah. That's a big one for it. us, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> well, guess what? This book figures it out for us. Wowza. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was a little bit skeptical going in, Uh it was a lot up front. So there's a lot of calculations. I'm just going to do a very high level overview. And the cool thing about, about this is Molly has not read the book yet and she can stop me. So, um, you know, for somebody that's listening, that maybe I'm, I'm getting a little too deep in the weeds, you know, Molly, stop me, back me up, say, (laughs) what the heck are you talking about? I'll raise my hand. Yes. And then we have Tiffany, who's a bookkeeper, who understands a lot of the accounting behind what I'm going to say. So Tiffany, if something I'm saying doesn't make accounting sense, I'm going to need you to back me up and tell me because I am not an accountant. Right. But the book is totally not traditional. It's not your traditional. Traditional. It's not definitely. Yeah. (laughs) It definitely bucks the the traditional accounting process. So uh, pretty much it just kind of flips the equation. So I'm going to look at my notes so I don't um, misspeak. Okay. So the traditional formula, we always say we have sales minus our expenses is what we have for profit. And if we move those things around just a little bit, we have sales 
it's the same equation, sales minus our profit equals our expenses. And that's the big thing is changing that mindset. So we have our sales, right? We have our gross revenue minus our profit. We're taking that profit first, baby. And then we know what we have left over for expenses. But how do you know what you're taking for your profit? Oh yeah, this, this, gets, this gets in the weeds. This gets a little complicated, um, but not really. It's about 15 minutes and you can get a spreadsheet. You can go to the Profit First website and you can get a spreadsheet or you can just do it. I just wrote the numbers like right in my book, actually. And um, you, you get a couple numbers. You have your gross revenue. You have your expenses. You have, you know, your employee pay and you plug these into this calculation and it tells you where you are now. Okay. And what you're actually doing now. Now, this is scary. He actually calls this part of the book getting naked because it is like getting financially naked. I mean, those numbers are looking you in the face. It is your reality and it is a little bit frightening and intimidating. The actual calculation is super easy, simple, 15 minutes. Even for me? Who's not a math person? Okay. Even for you, who's not a math whiz. Yeah. It scared me so much. I haven't done it yet. I stopped right there in the book. I haven't done that part. (laughs) So funny story. I like to read in my hot tub and I'm of course reading profit first because I know we're going to do the book club and I'm reading it the first time through. I like to read things once through and then go back and do all the actions. So I have like a overview. But anyway, so I'm in the hot tub. I'm reading this part about, you know, getting financially naked. This isn't going where you think it's going. By the way, this isn't going where you think it's going. Um, I jump out of the hot tub because I know if I don't do it, I'm right now, I'm not going to do it. I run in the house, you know, got my robe on. I did it still in my bathing suit, sat on my computer, did the calculations before I lost the nerve. Yeah. Yeah. And it was having, had you been having a glass of wine while you were doing that? I might've been, I might've been, I don't remember. Kind of who, you know, anyway, (laughs) just curious. Maybe I was having a glass of wine. (laughs) So that's how I actually uh, summoned the nerve to do it. And it was, it was eye opening. It was eye opening. And I'm going to go through all the great things that happened from this. Okay. But, um, the other thing that we really need to think about is he has a funny, and the book is laugh out loud, funny, believe it or not. Like you will be laughing well, I don't, while you're reading this. Remember, I don't know if you remember, I actually started reading it. I did read in the beginning and then life threw up and, you know, I had to put it aside for a while and I am picking it back up. In fact, my husband started reading it. Well, I was at, we were on vacation in Charleston. I was at the pool reading this. And literally laughing out loud. And people are looking at me like, I think they thought my cover, I put profit first cover (laughs) on a different kind of book. Because (laughs) truly you can't laugh at something profit first, but he is, he is a humorous writer. I like it. Funny. He is funny. Yeah. Yeah. That goes with getting naked, knowing your numbers. But the big thing he says, and I think we see this all the time in the reselling world, probably in most, you know, most entrepreneurial spaces, 
people are talking about their gross revenue, gross revenue, you know, like I made a million dollars last year. Well, you didn't make a million dollars. You really want to focus on what your profit is. So somebody that makes a million dollars and is profitable, let's say that million dollars, a lot of times might be only they're making $20,000 a year. Like you just don't know. You'd never want to be really focusing and looking at that gross revenue number. You want to be looking at your profit and your comp owner's compensation. So, you know, he does a funny thing and he's like, how big is it? That's not what you need to be asking. You don't need to be asking how big is it? You need to be saying how healthy <coughs> is it? Excuse and me. you need to be looking at your profit as a measure of your success. And it doesn't matter if you make a million dollars, if you make a hundred thousand dollars, if you make $20,000, what matters is your profit. And some people that are making a lot less gross revenue, that person that's making, you know, $50,000 gross revenue may very well be actually bringing home more profit than somebody who has a million dollar business. So the, the focus is definitely on how healthy is your business. So I just wow. I love that. It really just spoke to me. And um, yeah, so you get, you get this, you know your numbers and you come up with a set of target allocation percentages. So this is where a lot of people get lost or they think just it's too much work. Right there. Yeah, they think it's too much work. So basically it's small plate accounting. So you're going to have like- I'm Googling um, definitions. <laughs> A bunch of a bunch of different accounts is how I'm going to say it. So everything you bring in comes in through your your income account, right? So you have this income account, and then from that income account, you put stuff. You put a percentage of your income into your owner's compensation account, right? So you're going to get paid, and it's a percentage. So one of the, the one of the awesome benefits of this is. When I have a slow month, I'm going to have enough to pay myself. Whereas before I wouldn't. Now, when I have a big month, that percentage, that number is going to be a lot higher, but I keep that in my owner's comp and I pay myself out a set amount every month. So when those slow months come, I'm still paying myself the same amount. Nice. I mean, that's great. Simple. So simple, but just so effective. And then you have like a like I have a consigner account I have. So every week, whatever I owe my consigners goes into that separate bucket. You have a bill account so that everything goes into your, your expense account, a percentage. You have a, a tax account and you have a profit account. So every, they say twice a month, I do it weekly. And uh, they said that was okay. I did check because I'm a real rule follower. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so they said that was okay. So every week I do those, those percentages and they say, no matter how big your business is, if you have an account, if you, you should be doing that yourself. So you are going to have at least five accounts and, um, just prepare yourself for that. It is totally worth opening five separate accounts. And I've I was going to say, you mean truly five bank accounts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they are real sticklers on this point. And I see, I, I see why having gone through the process, they say, you know, a lot of people will just do it in a spreadsheet. So they call that profit first ish. ish. And, <laughs> you know, until you have that physical separation and a 
office numbers on a spreadsheet and your tax account is a separate account. You're not tempted to go into that. It is it absolutely worth the effort to have five separate, at least five separate accounts. Mm-hmm. Um, I went with a banking that they recommended and it happened to be the bank I use, which is BB&T, now Truist, where Molly's husband actually works. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Um, but totally unrelated, like he has nothing to do with that, with commercial or with um, retail banking. But anyway, uh, so if you're tempted not to do the accounts, I really, really, really recommend that you go ahead. You just set the accounts up I from all the podcast, the Profit First Nation podcasts I've listened to. It makes a huge, huge difference to actually have those separate buckets, those physical, physical buckets. Some people even put their profit um, and their vault accounts at a separate bank. So they're less tempted. So oh, okay. yeah, things to think about. So, um, and a then quick you question, yeah. I'm going to interrupt. How long now have you been doing this? I've been doing it uh, about two quarters. Okay. So, Go ahead. And the reason I know, <laughs> the reason I know this is because at the end of the quarter, you take your profit distribution. Now your profit distribution is something extra it is not um, related to the owner's comp. It is profit. So one of the cool things I heard on the podcast, and my family now loves this, is at the end of the quarter, we do, you take whatever's in your profit account, and that's based on a percentage of, you know, you just put, I put every week or twice a month, money goes in there. The end of the quarter, you distribute that profit. You take half of the money, and you put it in your vault account, right? Which you're saving up six months of income or three months of what you would need to run your business. So you have like a safety. Emergency. The other half you take and you have to do something fun with. You have to do something above and beyond. Yeah. So Love it. Uh, what, what I did, um, I did a pedicure. I did like a special meal. But the other thing I did was I split it with my family. So I split it with my kids because somebody had the point that being part of an entrepreneurial family, like the kids need to see those benefits. Or if you have a partner or spouse, they, they do participate and they should be rewarded for that in a, in a fun way. I I have to say, and now I got to call him. I used to work in college during college years and right out of college for a friend on Hilton Head who was a business owner. He and his wife owned a couple of different businesses, three mm-hmm. on Hilton Head and still own businesses on Hilton Head. And when his children were born, that's what he started doing. He, it was like paying them mm-hmm. and always did it. And I, I wonder if, how long has this guy been around, Michael? I need to find oh, that out. I think this book, I, I don't know what year. A while. I mean, his first book was The Toilet Paper Entrepreneur. So he's always had these th- these ideas. I am curious. I got to talk to John now. I'm curious if he's a profit first guy. And that's... Answer. The, this is 2014. Profit first is 2014. So it's okay. probably new. Yeah. I'll have to look up his other information. Talk to John. Anyway, yeah. sorry, you just made me think about him because he used to always at the end of every month take and put into mm-hmm. different accounts some of the yeah. profit. 
because they said like whether my kids like it or not they are part of an entrepreneur and there are certain things that they do that they probably don't even think of like here put the packages out or here you know right. this and because I'm also giving them a percentage of the profits I mean at this point my profits are are low but they're more likely not to like grumble when I say they they're making that connection not grumble it when I say Can you put these packages out because they know at the end of the quarter they're getting a cash profit distribution. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. So that was kind of cool. I just loved that. I like, like that a lot. Um, bring the family in. So that was fun. <laughs> and now my kids really want me to be profitable. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I help you, mom. I'm here. What can I do? I can't wait to really start implementing this because I don't, I never feel like I have a profit ever. And I never take any money for myself ever. And so you I, always, yourself? I don't, because I always feel like there's not enough to spare, but I don't really know. So you don't know. Um, yeah. I can't wait to figure it out. <laughs> like, I can't wait to be a surprise that I can take some money. Really. Oh yeah. It's, it, I mean, it's like a real game changer. Like I haven't, like I said, I was skeptical going in, but coming out and been, having been doing this for two months and playing with my percentages and, you know, it's, it's a little rocky. It's a little hard, but once it's set up, it's just so eye-opening. And I just jot it down like a couple of things. I said, it's great because now I can pay myself when it's slow over, over the summer is generally our slow time as, as consignment sellers. And I'm still able to pay myself the same amount. Um, and for me, that's very important because I support my family doing this. This is yeah. my sole source of income. This is it. Um, so to have a handle on that and be able to take a salary is, it's just the other I'm thing. Curious. Yeah, yeah. I'm just curious about how I would implement it in my life with the different situation. Cause Nick kind of does it for me on a spreadsheet. Mm -hmm. He's my money man. He's a banker. He does it all. Yeah. Um, but now I want to look deeper into this and think, Hmm, like he's already got how he does. We put X amount into the home. Mm -hmm. X amount is called Molly's mission money. My mission can be anything. It can be a new hair dryer, a trip, a weekend, you know, anything, but yeah. we call it Molly's mission money. That's my earning money. <laughs> now it'll be called your profit account. Yeah. So I'm curious now I'm thinking I want to take this extra steps to do more. And I would be so excited for you to do that. I think it would, I think I it's motivational, but here's the other thing it really changed for me was I can now see what I can afford much, much more clearly. And at a moment's notice, I know exactly how much I'm spending on my operating expenses. Can I afford that new piece of software? Does it fit in the budget? Are my expenses too high? Um, you know, do my sales need to increase because I'm not making enough to meet my expenses? And I can see all that at a moment's notice. And it's wow. so much easier to make those decisions having this set up, like I can see, I have X amount in my operating expenses left over every month. Yeah. I can afford to buy that photo software. I can afford to add that, or I, I can't afford that. I need to keep my expenses a little bit lower. Hmm. It's, oh, it's so freeing. It's so freeing to be able to make that decision and not have to guess. Yeah. Love it. I want to do it out of curiosity for sure. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I'm a sourcer, so I do a lot of sourcing. So I have a lot of money that goes out, but it's paid for out of Molly's mission money. If money's not in my mission money, I don't, I don't buy, you know, I don't source. Mm-hmm. If I, I may choose one month. I have enough items now. So this is going to be my fun money and I'm yeah. going to go, you know, whatever, but I want to look at it more deeply. I'm yes, excited. Doing it. I mean, you're kind of doing it kind of like I was before. Yeah. Well, that, and that is some of what Nick said when he started reading the book, he goes, well, this is a lot of blah, blah, blah. like he, he got it. And there's a lot, I think of what he does, but we don't have, we do have separate accounts for a lot of things um, in our own personal life. You know, my mother's care, my, we do a lot of mm-hmm. that separate where we put money in different places. So I think he gets a lot of that already, but I'm thinking this has taken me on. I think we're going to need a follow-up and see how this works out for you ladies. I know. Yeah. The one thing um, that I think is specific to consignment and is having that. So we, a lot of times are holding money for other people, right? So we have, I have that Mm -hmm. separate consigner account that I put money into. I do it on a weekly basis. Some people um, from what I've read will do it every time they have a sale. I just do it weekly, but to have that money like totally set aside and I write checks only out of that account. And I know that's all my consigners. And before there would be one lump sum. So I'd think, all right, well, I have, you know, $20,000 in this account. And the reality of it was I had more like 10. Right. But when you see, when you see that you think that money is there, it just plays head games with you. Yes. I knew what the number was, but it does play head games. And I couldn't tell at a glance kind of where I was. So that was also very freeing to be able to just set that aside. I don't look at that account. The only thing I do is write checks out of that account. It's awesome. So um, yeah, if you're a consignment and you need to do that, definitely, definitely make sure you have a separate consignment account and it will, it will free you up. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited now. I got to go read, but I got to get the other book done. (laughs) (laughs) So much to do, so much to do. Um, And at the end of the book, he talks about like accountability and having a, a group that you can meet with and, you know, talk about some of your struggles. So um, a lot of resources, Profit First Nation podcast and the Profit First website. You can get in touch with a lot of those resources if that's something you're interested in. And uh, our group is on Facebook. It is the C Chats Book Club. If you want to look us up, you can see the history um, of us discussing the book and um, feel free to reach out. And the other thing he talks about is something that Tiffany is very familiar with. Uh, At the end, he goes into how uh, if you have uh, debt in your business, in your personal life, he kind of, he recommends the Dave Ramsey uh, method of the debt snowball. So Tiffany, do you want to talk a little bit about um, your involvement with Dave Ramsey and the debt snowball and sure. all that good stuff? Sure. So um, Dave has seven, seven baby steps to financial peace. And of the, the, um, the first one is just get a thousand dollar emergency fund. That's it. Just only a thousand dollars because every other cent that you make is going to be going to pay down debt, your consumer debt, not your mortgage, everything, everything other than your mortgage is baby step two. And the debt snowball means you say you have 10 loans or credit cards or whatever, you pay the minimums to everything except for the smallest, smallest one. And then you pay to every extra chunk of money that you can to that smallest debt, but you just pay minimums to everything else. Then when that's paid off, you take all that you were paying to that debt, roll it into the next debt, 
and pay that one off and roll that into the next debt. And that's to keep rolling the debt snowball along. Mm-hmm. And uh, my husband and I have been doing this for years because we had a lot of debts. I mean, a lot. And we are so close, so close to being done with baby step two. I can't even tell you how happy I am. Um, so that's going to be like a big celebration when we do that. But then there's other baby steps involved, but really the, the, the debt snowball is baby step two. And that's the big, 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 and one. that's what, so in profit first, uh, Mike McCallowitz recommends using that same process for your business. So if your business has debt, you're using some of that profit to pay, to pay down your debt using the debt snowball method. So that same right. kind of thing that would apply uh, to your personal life, you can also use to pay down debt in your business if you have mm-hmm. it. Now, I don't know that a lot of consignment sellers would necessarily have debt in their business, uh, but I might be wrong. I don't know. Since we're selling other people's stuff, I don't right, think that's one of the beauties of consignment, right? It's your <laughs> expenses, that's for sure, but you do, do have some. Um, then the other thing that um, like you said before about people doing that spreadsheet and then calling that profit nation ish or something. Dave, Dave always yeah. is, there's a lot of people that do Dave Ramsey ish, Dave ish, yeah. Dave ish. And he says, ish is a wish. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, I found that that doesn't quite work nearly as well as ishing it along. And I wouldn't do the spreadsheet. That would be so confusing. You really need to have the clear numbers. Um, I was, I've been looking for a bank to switch to, to do this for me. And, um, I found one online called bank Novo, Novo at Novo.com, bank Novo.com. And it's all online. It's completely free. Um, no bank fees or minimum balance requirements. You, you put your money into a checking account, but then they have this thing called reserves, like reserve accounts. And you can set up as many reserve accounts underneath that and move money into those all for free. No minimum balance requirements, like I said. I mean, I'm going to try that first. And then um, that's how I'm going to first go into this, set up one under my business name. Because right now I I have separate business accounts, but they're really in my personal name. Mm -hmm. And so I want to set this up with this online bank and try it out there. Then then maybe I'll move to a bigger bank. But, you know, I'm talking about little amounts of money right now. So we'll start with the little one. Well, you start little. You start little, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, my profit account was really little the first quarter, <laughs> really yeah. little. So um, as we wrap this up, Libby, do you want to tell everybody what book we're doing right now? Yeah, so we're doing uh, Christy Wright's Take Back Your Time book, and it is all about uh, life balance or redefining life balance, right? Redefining is what I get out of it. Redefining yeah. is the biggest thing to me. Yeah. So believe uh, it or not, I'm finding that there's a lot in common with Profit First. So I'm excited to tie them together for you guys too. I love when all these things just come together, like, you know, all mesh. Wow. I'm so excited to get busy, get busy, get busy, get busy. So um, with both books, I'm, I'm already head in on this other book we're doing, like in, in. So you guys, if you don't want to miss anything with us, First of all, you need to subscribe, right? Like very important to subscribe. Click that bell for notifications because much to Libby's chagrin, we've gotten into more lives and I really like the lives. (laughs) 
So make sure you click the notifications and that way you don't miss anything. When we add things to our YouTube channel, you can stay on top of the game. Um, share with your friends. Don't be greedy. Don't be don't selfish. Be share with your friends if they're in, in the reselling consignment business, because they need to be a part too. We love our community. We love the people in our community. We find it very supporting and a lot of fun. Um, speaking of, speaking of, <laughs> I've got some chatter, some community okay. chatter. Look us up. So the, um, well, let me just mention about our book club and the new book that we're doing. And that is really cool because it's by Christy Wright, who also runs a whole other group called the Business Boutique Academy. And that has to do with the, um, the conference we went we just went to was, the, was part of her conference. But anyway, we're pulling those people in to our book club also from the Business Boutique side. Mm -hmm. So that's been really cool. So it's really growing and thriving and our whole community overall is growing and thriving. It's so exciting. Um, we have some recent news from community members. Um, there's um, a new store called Miami Beach Sports Consignment Store, which is opening up in Miami Beach. And that's um, that person, you know, followed consignment chats and has brought us, you know, tagged us in her little post when she started her new Facebook page. And so I was so excited for that. And our community mem member, Samantha Pratt, is quitting her full-time job to devote her time solely to her online consignment business, Sorting with Samantha. Congratulations. What I, love about, I love about her business is not only does she sell the consignments for you, but she goes to your house and helps you sort through the stuff. Mm -hmm. She helps you organize and then she'll take it and sell it, which I just think is great. That's amazing business. Oh, yeah. Service. So <laughs> we're very proud and excited for all of all of those people. And um, we're also learning from you guys in our consignment community. I mean, Libby just recently learned something from Stuart Hill, um, Stuart White of Franklin Hill Lectures yeah. about how to put the uh, customize your YouTube channel address. Which, yeah. Yeah. Who knew? I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really cool. So we love learning from you as long as, as and we hope that you continue to keep work doing, learning from us. All right. So make sure you join into that community because there's a lot of great things, as you can see, that go on all the time in there. And we have so much fun with our, our what do we call our people? Our people. Um, so we need to come up with a name. Oh my gosh, drop something in the comments. Can we call them our chatters? I was going to say chatters. Our yeah. chatters? <laughs> with our chatters. We love our chatters. We do. We do. Um, I just think the community part is just so awesome because it's so supportive and I love that we all need that every day so yes. like <laughs> us follow us subscribe to us give us ratings on apple podcast very very important please please, yeah. please. if you're looking for any items for your business make sure you check out our favorite items page on our website visit consignmentchats.com that's where you can connect with us everywhere that we are and look through our favorite item list, which is probably always growing and changing. Um, I don't think we ever take anything off, but we will add more to it because we always <laughs> find favorite things. So make sure you do that. Am I missing anything? You find right? that one thing. It's like, that's life change, like the Rolo printers for us. And now for it's Paula. changer. Yeah. Life yeah. changer. It's amazing how that can improve your efficiency. And I just saw somebody post, they just got Rolo, colored Rolo labels now. 
they're doing more colors and not just the white Rolo themselves uh-huh. are. I know we've ordered some from other yeah. places, but Rolo is now expanding oh, their good. sizes, shapes, and colors even more. Good. Just a little FYI that I learned. So until next week, ladies. Oh, cheers. Get that bug. Cheers. Thanks for joining Libby, Molly, and Tiffany, the ladies of consignment chats, as we talked about all things consignment. To learn more and keep chatting, find consignment chats on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Facebook, and Instagram.